The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. WQAD Podcast Network. Movers and shakers leading businesses, nonprofits, governments, and schools across the Quad City area, Illinois, and Iowa. How did they get started? What is their story? Their goals? Their advice for the next generation of the girl power movement? And now, here's your host for Wonder Women, News 8's Angie Sharp. Powerful women with powerful positions. This is Wonder Woman, a podcast that shows off the girl bosses in our communities. My guest is best known around our area for giving us incredible food. She's the creator of Baked in the Village of East Davenport, Cookies and Dreams with locations literally popping up everywhere, Fox and Honey Catering, a brand new brunch spot coming soon to downtown Davenport called Toasted, and probably even more things that I don't even know about. Stephanie Sellers is her name. Did I miss anything, Stephanie? Um, we might have a, a few tricks up our sleeves and surprises <laughs> on their way, but, yeah, you, we got it covered. <laughs> you must have the biggest sleeves in the entire world because I feel like every couple months or so you're coming out with some kind of new, and I wouldn't just say, like, a restaurant. They're, like, food experiences, just different ways to enjoy awesome food in our area, right? Definitely. Yeah, it's, that, I would say, is our passion, and that's why we have so many ideas like this, because we get so excited about food and food experiences. <laughs> I think you just said it perfectly, is food and restaurants and cookies or whatever. It's an experience, and we want to make people happy doing that, and we get crazy excited <laughs> about that. <laughs> so then we're like, oh, my gosh, you know what we should do? And then it starts the ball rolling. And, <laughs> and it's always a hit. It's always a success. So let's start from the beginning, Stephanie. Um, like, what is your title? What is your kind of business or company called? And who are the people that you do this great thing with? Yeah. Um, so we have um, the multiple restaurants and bakeries, like you had mentioned. And my husband and I own all of those. Um, his name is Bill. And he is fantastic and my polar opposite, which is really, so really <laughs> I'm in one of those marriages, too. <laughs> yes. We definitely have very different strengths, which works out really well for our work life. Um, so who's but, the one with the taste buds? Um, well, that's arguable, actually. He would, <laughs> he would, he says he's the person that just likes to eat everything. And, you know, that's why he's gained 40 pounds since we opened these restaurants. <laughs> for like, good cause, for good exactly, cause. Exactly, yes. It, it's all for work. So, um. Well, he's not a runner like you. Like, he, he needs to figure out, you know, everything in moderation, right? Exactly, yeah. And luckily, luckily, I am a runner. <laughs> that helps to balance everything a little bit. You know, health-wise and mentally-wise, it's good to have that <laughs> a little bit. So, um, so yeah, and we have a absolutely fantastic team 
of um, management and employees at all of our spaces. And we have some incredible strong women that are running the restaurants and running the cookie stores. And it is absolutely fantastic to be working with these other creative, talented, strong women. And I think that that's where the magic really happens, is having these amazing people around you. Nothing mm -hmm. happens without that. Yeah, absolutely. So did this all start with Baked in the Village, or was there something that happened before that that kind of jumped you into Baked, which I can't like, – how long has it been since that opened? Um, Baked's been open for almost five years now, four okay. and a half or five years, So, which is crazy. It's been that long already. Yeah. But um, we did have brew before that, also in the East Village of Davenport, Okay. And then we had thought, hey, we should start making our own bread. Let's open a bakery. And so baked was initially just going to be a bakery. And I wow. had baked. <laughs> yeah, it's come a long way. <laughs> um, and uh, I had owned a bakery prior to that where I made wedding cakes and birthday cakes and princess cakes. Oh, okay. So you, you're a baker. Yes. Yeah. My background is completely in baking. And um, I had stepped away from that for a while because I was so burnt out on it. Um, no pun and, intended. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and so then we thought, hey, let's start baking again. Let's start baking our own bread and our own desserts. And then it became, hey, let's have a brewery. Then it became, hey, let's have a restaurant. Let's have a bar. Let's do all of Hey, let's things. stuff mac and cheese instead of a bread bowl and put exactly. other stuff on it and yes. sell those like hotcakes. And then, oh, <laughs> let's sell hotcakes. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's like one thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another, and then we get so excited about it that it's almost like we can't stop. We're like, oh, man, <laughs> let's do this, let's do Let's, let's have the this. best brunch that you'll ever eat in the Quad Cities. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So it's been a lot of fun with that, you know, getting so excited about these ideas and having so much passion, and I would say that is simultaneously one of our biggest strengths and one of my personal weaknesses because I <laughs> I don't know I'm like yeah let's do let's do it all let's do this and let's yeah. do that and let's make cookies and let's make and so <laughs> because we're so excited and so passionate about it but at the same time it's been so much fun and we really hope that people can see that passion in what we do with our work and in our restaurants because it truly is something that we just love to do. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I certainly, as just a person who enjoys your food, see that passion, but I also see it, like you mentioned, in your team members and the people that work for you. I feel like um, as somebody on the television side, whenever we're reaching out to you guys asking for help with a segment or, you know, if we need to do a story about local economy stuff, your people are always so willing to talk to us about things, and you can tell that, like, it's not just... Um, it's not just like a love of the job, but it is a, like a love of food and a love of community. Definitely. Yeah, they, our team is absolutely fantastic. They're so, so amazing in so many different ways. And we've had a lot of our people that have been with us for several years now. And we have such a great relationship with them and encourage their creativity and encourage their um, you know, passions and stuff within the restaurant as well, because none of this is possible as one individual or two individuals. It's the teamwork and coming together as a group and working together 
is what makes the magic happen, really. Um, mm-hmm. You know, none of this can happen on on my own. Yeah, just with you. Yeah, you recognize yeah. that it's a, it's a team effort for sure. Um, so my favorite thing at Baked is uh, whenever you do the fried avocado tacos. Those are the by far the best things that I've ever eaten maybe in my life. Um, but let's move into the sweets category. Cookies and Dreams has become like this phenomenon, these stuffed cookies. And it's, I mean, I think that it probably all started with the videos that you guys were making where all you simply would do is take a cookie and open it up for the world to see. Tell me how you came, was this something that you were doing as a baker or was this something that came out of the baked kitchens, and then you decided we should go with this. Let's run with this. Yeah. Um, so the cookies were um, something that I had come up with in January of 2020. And we had, you know, just come into the winter, and in the years past, I think it was 2019, when we had that awful winter here in the Quad Cities. Yeah. And then we had the flooding, and it was just awful for small business. And we really mm-hmm. struggled and had a hard time in 2019 because of that, because, you know, the main access point to the village of East Davenport was closed. To oh, yeah, closed. like nobody could get there, or they, they could yeah. get there, but they didn't know how to, and so people just skipped it, basically. Exactly, yeah. And we felt like we had a really hard time coming back from that, even after the roads had opened up. And it was just a really, really hard year. So I thought, okay, we need something to get through the winter. We need something that's going to get people excited because I'm afraid. I don't know what this winter is going to hold. Is it going to mm-hmm. flood again? Is it what's right. going to happen? And, um, I thought, <laughs> and we did not you know, know what 2020 was going to hold for us, <laughs> but we'll get there. Exactly. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. Um, so our two best-selling items in Baked were our chocolate chip cookies and Bush Light because really? because of Iowa, I guess. I, I, don't know. <laughs> I think that's the most popular beer at Armored Gardens, too, is like Bush Light. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, of all the beers you have, anyway. <laughs> right, exactly. So I thought, you know what, let's run with this. Let's create a whole menu of cookies that are unique and different, some of them stuff, some different types of flavors, and see what happens. And we were a little bit taken by surprise at how many people were excited about it. And I thought, oh, no, what have I done? (laughs) (laughs) This is intense. And um, the response that we got from the community was fantastic. So we decided to open up a standalone location in downtown Davenport. And we had signed the lease on that and I think committed to that on March 1st. And then by March 2020, think, oh my yeah, God! <laughs> by March 17th, the entire world yep. shut down, and um, you know that was a scary time for the for humans in, in general, and yeah. the world, and then especially as small business, and especially with having all of these other things going on, that's not something I ever want to experience again. <laughs> no, well, but, especially coming off of the flood year for you guys, uh, I mean, I don't, I. I I, uh, I know that we've had some casualties, of course, because of flood and because of the pandemic, but I've just been so impressed with the resiliency of our community. And I don't know, like, if you think that's because people, we got to eat, you know, and people right, in the right. Cities really do love their local places. Um, but it has been incredible that you still have been able to grow even in two back-to-back years of such trial. Yeah, it's definitely been a challenge. For yeah, sure. it hasn't been it's, easy, right? It's, it's not yeah. as easy as it probably as it probably looks on social media. Right. Yes, we make sure to put lots of 
pretty pictures on social media. <laughs> and, and that's, you know, an, an important note as well is, you know, things are never quite what they seem, and um, things are have been difficult. It's not like everything is blue skies and... And sugar and chocolate and, chip cookies. Yeah, and, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Although those things are all absolutely wonderful, and we're so grateful <laughs> for the support that we've gotten with all of that. Um, it's certainly been challenging, and last year when COVID hit and everything was so uncertain, it was really challenging as a business owner and as an individual and being responsible for so many employees, and that's yeah. not a responsibility that I take lightly. You know, I, I care about our people and their families and their well-being so, so much, and so we were scared, but... Luckily, like you said, our community is incredible, amazing, and they showed up for Quad City restaurants and businesses like never before. And the shutdown yeah. for us was definitely really pretty good, all things considered. I mean, we weren't, you know, doing crazy numbers or anything. Right, no dine-in, but, like, it was yeah. kind of like, you, if, as long as a business told us, like, how we can get their food or get their cookies, we were doing it. Absolutely. <laughs> like, just yes. give us the way and we'll get there. Just throw it out of your store door and we'll just <laughs> yes. catch it in our cars as we're driving by slowly. Like, exactly. whatever you need us to do. I remember ordering baked and picking it up and then going out, to, like, finding a park bench somewhere and just eating it with my girlfriend. You know, like, right. we found, yeah. people found a way, which was great. Exactly. But you guys, you guys had to be creative and pivot and create those ways for people to support you. Yeah, definitely. And it's, um, you know, at the time, it was really anxiety-inducing. But I think that those types of situations where things are really hard and you're forced into a corner, you can really learn to think outside the box. And those are <laughs> skills that you don't, that you take with you, that don't just end when the pandemic ends. You learn to think outside the box. You learn to get a little bit more creative and do what you need to do to survive. And that's been, I think, a silver lining, I suppose, in the pandemic is that we think about other ways that we can serve our community and serve our customers. And that's really when the cookies took off even more. It's like yeah. people were looking for a way to, you know, have something happy and sweet in their lives. Mm -hmm. And the cookies were that for a lot of people. So the response that we got from the cookies during the shutdown and the pandemic was absolutely incredible. And we were completely blown away and are still <laughs> just so grateful for that. And, um, you know, it took us a little bit longer to get our store open because of that, which is understandable and, you know, not a huge deal. But yeah, we, we still got there and we've been just rocking and rolling. And, and open a second location. You opened a second one in Bettendorf, and you have more locations opening soon, right? Yeah, we have um, a location in Coralville that should be open hopefully within the month. Awesome. Um, that's taken a little bit longer as well. I think we're all dealing with some of the aftershocks of COVID yeah. in terms of, you know, not being able to get supplies and contractors right. being um, really busy and stuff like that. So Yeah, um, just literally making the store, right? Not just the exactly. cookies, but the storefront, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's been, it, things just take a little bit longer, but it's just kind of a reality that we're all dealing with collectively right now. Mm -hmm. And um, and that's okay. And then we have three locations in the Chicago area <laughs> and a location in Ankeny 
coming this fall. So, I mean, I'm a Chicago girl. So when I heard that you guys were going to be growing into the Chicago area, I mean, Coralville and, and you know, going that direction is great too. But knowing that you're going to be going the opposite direction towards, I don't know, the mecca of like, I mean, it's Chicagoland. I mean, that's a really big deal, right? Yeah, definitely. We're, um, we have a location in Naperville and Tinley Park and in Oak Lawn. And then we are looking at some other downtown area locations currently um, in that area. But we just decided, like, hey, we believe in these cookies and we believe in this dream, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and we're just going to go for it. We feel like wow. Chicago doesn't really have something like this right now. No. Mm-hmm. I think it would be great for, for that community up there. So let's just go for it. It's, it's so, going to be a hit. I have to tell you one really funny story. I had a friend drop off some of your cookies to me two days before I went into labor with my son in December. <laughs> she dropped them off because she's like, you know, it's almost Christmas time. Like, you know, I know you're not, like, able to, like, get off your couch. Like, here's some cookies. Right. <laughs> you know, just to, like, you because know, I love baking around the holidays and stuff. I just wasn't feeling it at all. Sure. And so she dropped them off and, like, kid you not, like, within the within 48 hours, I went into labor. I'm not saying they induced my labor. Oh, my gosh. What I'm saying, I mean, what I'm saying is that by the time I got home from the hospital, they were no good anymore, unfortunately. Oh. I, like, just left them out because we were in a rush, right? And it was the right. saddest thing in the world to come home to and realize that you couldn't enjoy yeah. cookies. I got to enjoy some of them, but not all of them. So we just had to go get more. It worked out. Exactly. It's fine. But they're yeah. gonna, it's going to be a hit. So then, on top of Cookies and Dreams, you guys are also opening a brand-new brunch spot in downtown Davenport called Toasted. Um, so this is just another thing. And we, we still need to talk about Fox and Honey. But let's talk yeah. about Toasted first. <laughs> Yeah, Toasted, that's been another one that's been a long time coming. We had um, originally finished the agreement on the building and had plans for construction right around the same time um, as the first cookie store last year, so in March 2020. Oh, so before the pandemic, wow. Yeah, and then, of course, same idea. Things just took much, much longer with absolutely everything from financing to contractors to getting supplies to, you know, just getting people to work on the on the space. It just took so much longer. And even now this year dealing with those same things, it's taken a lot longer than we had hoped. Yeah. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's more time <laughs> to just perfect the menu. And yeah. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> that's good to have those, those it take a little bit longer for maybe your own sanity and mental health. <laughs> that is so true, yes, because there is a lot going on. <laughs> so, um, but that space is so, so beautiful. I am obsessed with the color scheme and the vibe that we have in there. It's a little bit Art Deco, a little bit yeah. 20s. And we have some incredible light fixtures, and um, the bar is really, really beautiful. So that will be just breakfast, just breakfast and brunch. Um, it'll be closed at like two or three in the afternoon, and then we'll open it up on occasion for events or rent it out for events at night, um, which will be really cool because it is such a beautiful space. Yeah, and that'll be beautiful for parties and maybe even like small wedding receptions. Definitely, yeah, because we'll have, we'll have about 140 seats. Nice. Um, That's actually bigger than so, I thought, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's a, it's a good-sized space, um, and it's in a great spot in downtown Davenport. 
um, close to the Blackhawk, which also has some of those mm -hmm. jazzy yeah, art deco that vibe. art deco, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And it's and it's a building you can't miss because it. What color is it? Teal. We painted it's the teal. whole thing teal. Literally teal. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. A yeah. lot of people. We saw the sign go up, and we we're like, "What is this going to be?" And we're like. You know, it could be like a toast, right? Toasted, right. which is kind of a gear. But we're like, maybe it's a champagne bar, you know, because Ooh. it's the Art Deco kind of stuff and things like that. So, you know, if yes. you need ideas, I'm also here for help. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely going to be a lot of champagne involved. <laughs> They're always been baked or yeah. any of your, you know, ventures. Exactly. Um, and finally, I want to talk about Fox and Honey catering. Yeah. Um, so Fox and Honey I feel like there's a trend here. Like there, we had started that right before um, COVID hit, and then of course nobody was catering. All events were canceled, right. and it just you're like, oh, this is fun. Yeah, <laughs> catering to your party of four. Exactly. <laughs> but that's what you did. Right. Yeah. So we we kind of took a pause on that during the pandemic, and because um, we were catering so much um, through bakes at that point in time and so we decided to branch that off into its own thing with fox and honey um but it all took a pause during the shutdown and through the summer when there just wasn't really any events and caterings happening um, but last december we got that going again as things started to come back to normal and we offer some things that are covid friendly i would say so like at-home dinner experiences for small groups of like six to ten where we come to your home and we prepare dinner we include all of the plates we decorate your table we even do um, scent experiences and build an essential oil that's oh, custom cool. for the event um, so it's an entire experience this entire um, dinner that we do um, and then we also do a lot of grazing boards and grazing tables which are slowly starting to become a little bit more popular and more <laughs> popular and more safe <laughs> yes yes as more people become vaccinated and things yep. start to become uh, more normal so um, and then we do a lot of wine tastings and wine pairings and we're actually uh, myself along with Kayla and Garrett, who are our two leads with the catering, are getting our wine and spirits um, sommelier certification. <gasps> cool. So, um, we get to study and learn about wine and do our own little wine school. <laughs> what a life. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> that is so, so cool. So clearly everything's going in the right direction. Definitely. <laughs> Things are going really, really well. As, but, like, I just kind of, like, how do you organize all of this, Stephanie? Like, how do you day-to-day, -day, like, make sure that you're still, you know, because as, as women, we want to give it our all all the time. How do you make sure that you are still able to do that with so many um, different routes coming from your, from your heart, heart, from your mind, from your brain? <laughs> yes. It's not easy. It's definitely challenging, and sometimes I'm failing at it 100%. You know, sometimes I feel like I have it all together, and sometimes I feel like, you know, everything's on the floor <laughs> falling yeah. apart. And that's part of it, because I think sometimes there's this whole myth and idea of work-life balance, and that doesn't really exist, because balance is an ever-changing thing, something mm -hmm. where, you know, one day you're going to be the best boss in the world, and the next day you're going to be not the best boss in the world, but you're going to be the best friend in the world or something Yeah, or the like best that. wife or whatever. Yeah, whatever you yeah, need to be. Hmm. Absolutely. So 
um, you kind of have to think about what your priorities are and have a really great team around you that is not just there for you in work and um, can serve in that way, I suppose, mm -hmm. um, would be the way to say it, but also that recognize your needs as an individual and as a human being. Because I think that's so such an important thing is in work and as women, we just want to do everything, like you said. We want to yeah. do everything. We don't know how to stop. We don't know where to stop. And sometimes you need outside people to be like, well, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> everything like, okay? Like, <laughs> you need an afternoon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we need a nap. Yeah, a nap. <laughs> you need a vacation. Yes. <laughs> so in being receptive and accepting of those types of things. So if you know, if one of our people comes to us and they're like, hey, I need a mental health day or I need a vacation, I need to take the rest of today, absolutely, 100%, like, take that time. Because work doesn't happen in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. Things build and things build and grow. And if you don't take care of yourself and you don't prioritize what you're working on, it's going to add up and it's, you're going to crash at some point. So, so you don't you don't ever feel guilty if you are like, look, today I gotta just do some stuff like for me. Like, I think a lot of women feel guilt whenever they come to terms with that, like asking for that or just doing it, like saying like, look, I'm I'm just not even gonna look at my phone today. Like, I'm not dealing with you people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I mean, I definitely feel guilty about it sometimes, and it's one of those things that you have to constantly practice and sit with your feelings and check in with your body and your mind mm -hmm. and your businesses to see what needs my attention today. Is it like those cookies really need some help on, um, you know, getting these systems and process together and let me meet with the managers there so we can get a plan of action moving forward? Or mm -hmm. do I need to work with um, Baked because we need to do some menu updates and and work on getting a few things figured out there or on Fox and Honey? Or is my body really telling me to do something for myself today? Yeah. Uh, so, And, I think and it doesn't need to all happen too. at the same time, even if there is that big to-do list. It doesn't all have to happen on the same day. Yes, yeah. The work will still be there tomorrow. So <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yes. The work and you've got to make sure you're in the right headspace for that. <laughs> yes, yeah. And I, I keep telling myself, and I have this, Thing where I'm like, well, if I do all of it today, then I won't have as much to do tomorrow. And that's never true. Well, that's not realistic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it never works out because no. I always have just as much work to do tomorrow because the work, it will still be there. The work is not going to go away. Yeah. So. There's always new things that add to the list, too, because as you said, you still have tricks up your sleeve. Yeah. And so, like, tomorrow <laughs> you're going to be like, hey, guess what? We're opening an amusement park. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Now, if that's what really happens, that's going to be not like that. <laughs> I mean, hey, you never know what could you happen. Never, you never know. I would not ever, ever bet against you, girlfriend. <laughs> so um, we talked about it a little bit, but what? how did being a woman kind of factor into your story? I mean, starting as basically a baker, now into like an entrepreneur, a business entrepreneur, how did being a woman kind of factor into that? Do you think it gave you an advantage at some times or a disadvantage at some point? Definitely, yeah. I think that women are incredible, magical, powerful beings, and I love it. <laughs> Me too. Um, 
And um, when we first started Baked and we had brew, I took a little bit more of a back seat until we, to my husband Bill, um, until we started really getting going with the baking. And then I kind of ended up in the driver's seat on uh, with Baked and now with cookies and everything like that. And I dealt with a lot of people in the beginning with Baked who would ask me if my husband was okay if I signed the check. Or, yeah. Yeah. Ow, or, um, I hate that. <laughs> right? And um, this is like, what, 2012? This is like 2016, <laughs> I think. Oh, my yeah, God. 2015 or 2016. It doesn't matter. It's horrible. Right. Okay. Move yeah. Forward. And um, people would, like, vendors would come in and need to get a check for, for whatever that they would be bringing. And they'd walk right past me and go to um, my the mail. The first guy they'd see. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Or if we'd have um, business meetings, people would be looking straight at Bill even when I was talking. And so it kind of like lit a fire in me a little bit to be like, hello, I have something to say here. I have a voice. I'm, and really I good ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, my husband, Bill, hadn't really noticed that type of thing before we started working together like this in business. And it's really enlightened him to some of these challenges that women face in business, and I think especially in the hospitality business as well, tends to be really men-focused. There's a lot of men that work in kitchens, a lot of men in upper-level management and owners, um, and he has, is a huge champion for um, allowing women to be heard and being aware of these types of things that happen to women on a daily basis. So he's been absolutely fantastic in terms of supporting That's that. Awesome. That's so important to have that kind of partnership. Absolutely. Yeah, he just champions the women, and we have a pretty much all women management team with the exception. We do have some amazing men as well. <laughs> um, but it's really, really great to have so many talented women on the team. And, I mean, we just – we make the magic happen. And yeah, you really do. Yeah. And that's such a good reminder that I want to mention that you, you guys have your own podcast, too. So can you give a little shameless plug for that? Yeah, definitely. Um, so it's called Confessions of a Queen. <laughs> <laughs> and we talk about all kinds of stuff from mental health to breakups to um, being a woman in business and being a woman in a management and leadership role. Um, we, so myself and some of our management, we call ourselves um, like the cookie, this is our cookie queendom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it sure is. <laughs> so that's kind of where the, the name came from and something that we like to talk about and help lift up other women and other queens in the mm-hmm. community. So, um, yeah, we, yeah. it's a lot of fun. Yep, and other Wonder Woman as well. Uh, what is... If I say, what is a Wonder Woman to you? Do you, is there somebody that comes to mind, or is there a quality that comes to mind? Um, you know, I would say there's so many women that come to mind. Some of the women that work for us that are moms and making it all work with being um, a single mom and working like crazy and are so talented and so amazing. But also, I think all women that help lift each other up and support one another is a Wonder Woman because none of us can do this alone. 
and being there for one another and supporting one another is so important. And there's so much negativity in the world, it seems like, sometimes. Yeah. And oh, there is, yeah. It's, it's so important to be that positivity and be that light for other people. But I think that that's one of the biggest things of being a Wonder Woman is just being a Wonder Woman to another another woman. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, as we get older, unfortunately, I think being um, good examples to, um, well, the next generation of the girl power movement, the next queens, the next Wonder Woman. So Absolutely. what advice do you have for young girls who maybe are hesitant about jumping into um, business or entrepreneurship or jumping into the food industry or who maybe have this great idea about stuffed cookies, you know, and don't think that it could become this really great business with all these locations across Illinois and Iowa. What's kind of your advice for that generation? Um, I would say don't give up because things will be hard and the world and circumstance and people and everything is going to try and make it even harder, make you want to quit sometimes and make it seem like, man, I can't do this. But you can do it. You absolutely can do it. One foot in front of the other, don't give up. You have a voice and you have a voice for a reason and don't be afraid to use it because you are enough as a human being and as a woman to do anything that you want to do. It's beautifully said, Stephanie. Thank you so, so much for being one of our Wonder Women. Thank you so much for having me. My tummy is always full whenever I visit any of your businesses, and after this conversation, my heart is full, too, because I just think that you are a wonderful, wonderful person, and I'm so happy to know you and proud that you are in our Quad City community. Well, thank you so much. I'm so happy to, to be a part of this community and to be surrounded by so many other wonderful, incredible women as well. Yeah, cannot wait to see what's next for you, Steph. You can get connected with all of Stephanie's businesses. I promise to list and link all of them and meet all of our Wonder Women on WQAD.com. Just click Podcasts under the News tab at the top of our homepage. Ladies out. You have been listening to the WQAD Podcast Network. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.